What's up, everyone? I'm Christian John, and this is Rock My Life Halftime. Happy Pancake Day everyone! Yes, the boys are back and this month sees the start of the 2021 Rugby Union Six Nations. And after two weeks, the boys are eager to share their opinions of the team's performances so far. But of course, they quickly turn their attention to who are the hottest players on the screen. However, this week, the boys discuss mental health and how now, more than ever, it is vital for men especially to be able to talk about it. The boys discuss what they are struggling with during lockdown and suggest ways to combat their moments of depression and low self-esteem. And finally, it wouldn't be a February episode without mentioning toppings. Pancake toppings, that is. But more importantly, this episode was filmed and will be shared to social media and our very own YouTube channel coming soon. We are so excited, so please check out our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for more details at Rock My Life Podcast. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, enjoy our February edition of Rock My Life Halftime Podcast. <music> Okay, good evening, everybody. So tonight we have James, we have Justin, we have Matt, and of course you have myself, Christian John, and we are ready, we are back, we are live on video this time. So make sure you don't swear, boys, make sure you don't say anything inappropriate, so I don't have to edit it out later. But as we have the Six Nations on at the moment, I figured why not let's start off by talking about what we've seen so far. James, let's go with you first. Um, so I say it's not been a great start from England, has it? Um... It wasn't great the first few games. First two games, we can arguably we can say it's because of their, because of they're just not playing well. But obviously, as well, with all due respect to Scotland, they're actually playing very, very well. Right, so uh, which has been evident in the game, the, the Wales game as well. And so I think I'm hoping we'll pick it back up in the next few games, because which we tend to do against the bigger team, the bigger games. So we're talking Wales, France, and um, Ireland. So I don't think we've lost we've lost any chance just yet, but hopefully. We'll pick it back up. Uh, but I say Scotland are quite one of the teams probably to look at at the moment. France are playing quite well. Now, Matt, I know you've been really busy with your work at the moment, but have you managed to catch any of the games recently? Yeah, I've caught, I think I watched one live. I think the first one I managed to watch live and then the rest I've seen on catch-up. Um, I, I agree with what James is saying, but um, I think with the first game being England and Scotland, I think there's always that rivalry and I think Scotland... Um, always brings their A game, especially when it's sort of Calcutta Cup rivalry. Um, and I think that's kicked off the Six Nations for Scotland, which is probably why they perform so well against Wales. Um, I have been a bit disappointed with England's performance, um, but I mean, they will turn it up. Um, Wales, I think, need to do better as well um, with the way that Scotland have been playing. I expected. Um, Scotland to win the previous game. So with um, Wales just scraping one, they're doing okay. Um, France, I think, I've always thought France is a bit of the dark horse and I think France will end up walking away with it, to be perfectly honest. And Justin, from what you've seen so far, who do you think is going to take the trophy? 
Well, I mean, Scotland's been playing really, really well. Um, that's been said all along. But um, I think France, you know, the, the way they butchered Italy, sorry if there are any Italian fans out there, but the way they butchered Italy the other weekend was quite brutal. So I, I thought they, they were the ones to watch as well. So interesting to see. But then I think Ireland's always been a, you know, it, it's a good bet that they will uh, bring a good match to watch as well. So, so no one thinks that England's going to bring the trophy home this time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think they will. They're probably not, but they never, never say never. You never know. They might come away and absolutely batter everyone else. You never know. But All right, JP. Never. Oh, it's good to be positive. Positive men- mental attitude. Yeah, that's what I say. I say poo. Positive outcome only. <laughs> I was. I was almost about to swear. Then. <laughs> Doing a Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> Now, speaking of the players that we've been watching over the past few weeks, obviously, being gay, we have been looking sometimes a little bit closer than we should have been, that kind of crotch angle when the camera zooms in a little bit too close. Has anybody caught your eye? Any players that you think are rather tasty? Uh, I mean, I I just spend a lot of games drooling most of the time anyway, uh, but... um, Probably, uh, I say Lee Harpenny, Henry Slade, Owen Farrell. I'm, I just mean this, the hot. <laughs> so, um, and just as, especially when I've got, I say we've said this on the podcast loads of times. I really like talent, and when you start to see like actually the, when the good players as well, it just makes it a little bit, a little bit hotter. I haven't seen much of Johnny Kerr recently, and he's my my all time favourite. Well, I completely disagree with Owen Farrell. I do not see the attraction whatsoever. Um, I do not see it. It's from the same same time that I'm from, and I just I don't see it. Um, I I have always I like the Ireland team. I like the Irish. I think they've got a very pre- pretty team. Um, they're a good team as well. Gary Ringrose is my little crush. Um, and then obviously you guys know my fascination with Tom Curry. Um, he's going to be my husband one day. We we have completely different tastes in uh, in rugby players, I think. Because <laughs> I was telling you guys about Stuart Hogg, and none of you saw it. <laughs> none of you said yes, but I was just there, like, yes, Stuart Hogg, like tall, big, bulky, like you got that sort of like lumberjack thing going on, and I'm just there, like, yes, daddy. Daddy, oh, I'm like, <laughs> I actually wrote notes on this as well, but in preparation, Will Connors and James Ryan from the Ireland team. I'm sorry, James Ryan is actually 6'8". Wow. Like, he's like a tree that I would happily climb. I would be like a squirrel. It's like, all, it's like goes for up on each other's shoulders. Well, yeah, I mean, I, mean, I am 5'8", I am but he's a foot taller than me, so what does that mean for you guys? Oh, he's like, he's nearly a foot and a half taller than me that's awful <laughs> i mean he could just pick you up like i i don't know what else to say i was just looking at him thinking like you know what you are just mm. just get the vision in my head of like sears um chandelier <laughs> 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 just is swinging from his arms, singing at the top of his voice. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna try to reenact that. Um, have you seen that video of the Chinese guy getting scared? And he's like, 
Can you please recreate that girl on TikTok, the Asian girl? You know, the ones that I've been sending. Oh, she's so funny. I'll send you a link to her and, and we can post it on the um, on the Instagram. But she's she's so funny. Uh, but for me, it has to be Ali Price. He's kind of come out of nowhere. I haven't really seen him before. And like James, Danny Care is obviously the one that I would normally go to. But like James said, we haven't really seen much of him. Um, <clears throat> although I've kind of seen a bit of him on Instagram and been following all these stories of him being in the hot tub with his top off. But yeah. no, the Ali Price is uh, quite a, a good-looking guy, and, and I saw him at the England versus Scotland game, and uh, yeah, he caught my eye. So that's that's one for me. He can be my wrecking ball. <laughs> no, too soon. Okay. So each week we're going to talk about a different theme. And this week with the wellness and mental health week just gone by, I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about how we're getting on, how we're thinking about mental health, how it's affecting us and words of wisdom that we can give to some of the viewers that are listening. So Matt, can you tell us a little bit about what mental health is? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of people know about mental health nowadays because it's a very big um, there's been a lot of focus on it you know it's a very very big thing um, everyone to look after their own mental health um, it is the uh, emotional and psychological well-being as opposed to your physical well-being um, and there are a lot of support streams out there for people that do struggle with mental health issues um, getting access to those support systems are um, quite difficult though and especially being in lockdown the coping mechanisms that a lot of people use for their mental health um, they're not able to access at the moment so um, that makes it very difficult for all of us I mean I know I find it very difficult and and um, I've spoke to you guys recently about having a difficult time so um, yeah it's um it's important to look after your mental health just as much as your physical health. And Justin, you've obviously been working from home a lot recently. How has your mental health and well-being coped over the past few uh, lockdowns? So I would say it's been okay. It's been better than I expected, to be honest, I think. Um, you know, the idea of being stuck at home, not being allowed to go outside and do things outside of work and working quite long hours, um, it... It is a little bit of a struggle, and I think the nature of my work is a little bit daunting at times because uh, it's all—it's almost like you can't switch off from work just by working at home. So you are, you know, twenty-four-seven contactable. You have your work phone on you. You mix your laptop. They expect you to do things when and if, as you know, as soon as they say something. So I think that sort of pressure really builds up. Um, but then again, you also have to find time to, you know, look after yourself, take some time off, um, switch your mind off a little bit, take yourself away from work, from all the stress and just do something you enjoy. Um, so I've picked up quite a few different things during lockdown um, just to sort of keep my mind occupied outside of work as well. And James, now you've been like myself, switching between working online and having to do face to face teaching. How has your mental health coped with it? <laughs> Uh, at times, probably like the times where I've, I've definitely got a lot more grey. <laughs> more than but normal. Can you, can you go even greyer than normal? It's actually going grey, a lot of greyer on the sides at the moment, which is like, 
yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, been a bit of a weird one because obviously, yeah, the, the remote, like I'm teaching classes in school still and teaching online and it's like moving from one to the other, uh, which has its pros as its cons, uh, but I'm in charge of all the online stuff in my school. Uh, so I'm just finding all every technical issue that any person can possibly have with a computer seems to be coming my way at the moment. So I think that's like that that feeling that people get when they're on a throttle their computer or throbbing their computer that's become almost like a daily occurrence <laughs> for finding uh, different issues with different computers and it's a point where I feel like I'm a, a bit of an IT support line I mean, I've even using the line like have you tried turning it on and off again um, <laughs> I'm like a catchphrase now at work um, so I think there are moments where I'm absolutely going mental my hair's pulling my hair out of my hair is just going grey uh, but generally I think like, I'm still grateful to have the routine um, I think if I think back to the first lockdown where I wasn't teaching as much um, and things like that um, yeah the, the lack of routine was sending me mental I was going doing a full on Tom Hanks and Castaway sort of thing going on in my bedroom um, like the cushions had names everything um, well I mean your room just looked like that island anyway so it's just, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's full, of, uh, full of rubbish um, but yeah, every um, time I've so seen your room it looks like you're playing in the floor is lava <laughs> <laughs> keeps me agile, keeps me agile. <laughs> but no, I totally understand about the whole routine thing um, especially for myself I as you know, I don't like to sit still for very long. I like to keep myself busy. So having that routine of going into school has been a lifesaver for me. Um, yeah, it's been tough having to do online learning and being in the classroom at the same time. Um, but it's certainly given the children something to take away from it, being able to build these skills of IT, which I think, you know, every cloud, because uh, teaching IT in school has does have its limits. And I think if anything, this has kind of broadened the horizons on what they're able to access and what they're able to do with technology. And I think that that's something that's gonna stick in education for a long time now. Um, but with it being half term this week, I think it's actually got to me a bit more because I suddenly find myself, although being able to relax and have some time off, I can't do the things that I would normally do in the holiday. And I think that's really, really getting to me. Although I can go for walks and like dog walks are really good, but normally, you know, we'd be meeting up, we would be, you know, going for meals out, we would be possibly even going on holiday, which we can't do. So I think this week is going to probably test me. Um, and I'm going to have to think of things to kind of keep myself preoccupied. Like this podcast, like editing it for hours and hours after we finished um but I think a lot of people will go through that same thing and I think a lot of people who have been furloughed especially have probably been hit hardest because they don't have a routine they have to recreate one and now that the gyms are closed and things like that it's it's really trying I never really have a routine anyway because I work shifts um so I it's mainly the fact that I am just working nonstop at the moment. It just has been getting on top of me a lot recently. Um, 
a lot of it is night work, you know, and that sort of uh, interrupts your circadian rhythm so much. Um, and that even makes it worse. You've got SAD as well, you know, with it being winter, um, the seasons do affect your moods and your mental health. Um, hopefully, like we were saying before, it's been much warmer today. So hopefully that's a sign of things to come um that you know it's going to get warmer um and brighter i did see something the other day i think it was on facebook um that by the end of february um it'll be sundown at half five but then by the end of march it's sundown at half seven so you think in like a month and a half time it's going to be light until after seven o'clock which is just great like it's there's you know, some lights coming our way. We can stay out of it later, you know, going on our government mandated walks. Um, <laughs> it feels like a steam from 1984 or whatever it's called. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm feeling better now. I, I struggled last week, um, but, you know, I've got a great support network um, of Josh and you guys. Um, and we've got great plans for this weekend coming up as well. So we do indeed. So a couple of people have been messaging on Instagram and the, the kind of main general consensus is how do you turn it around? How do you get yourself out of that sort of state of depression? Um, how do you motivate yourself on those days where you feel like I just don't want to do it? Uh, so if we think about the, those days where you do wake up, and you think I can't be bothered. I don't want to do this. How do we turn that around? What little things can we do to help ourselves feel more motivated? Okay, so this is come this is gonna come across as like something really, really basic. But what I aspire to be, like, you know, I've seen it all over Instagram. It's like when people say doing hot bell shit. I just swear. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> me so sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say, oh no, I can't I can't swear. Anyway, yeah. So in my head. Like, what I think, you know, when you are motivated, it's channeling that energy, almost like you have to tell yourself, you are going to be that person, you might not be feeling motivated today, do little things, feel confident in yourself, feel like you, you can, you can just walk out and grab any man and look at him and be like, you know what, I'm so good for you, mm-hmm. and just walk away. Like, you need that energy, you need that bad bitch energy, oh my god, I just swore again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But you need that energy, like to to get yourself going. I feel like because otherwise you would just slump in bed. Like yesterday, I was literally in bed till like three p.m. playing PS4, thinking I've got a double chin going on. I've got draw marks down my face. Like I'm not even off my PJs. I look like crap. Um, but yeah, it's just doing little things to make yourself feel like a bad B, and then that will get yourself motivated and also. You just feel better by yourself. Once you feel better by yourself, you can get yourself even more motivated. So I think recognizing it, knowing what you need to do, knowing what you want to be, and just do little steps to achieve that. And things like as well, just recognizing when you do need to stop and just need to have a have a. It's it's okay not to be okay. And if you do need to have a duvet day, have a duvet day. It's absolutely fine. Um, I say you put this doing every day. It sounds kind of bit okay. Fair enough. But um, yeah, it's it's okay to be to be a, have a have a down day not feel that like motivated very much on the day and have a day just like, give yourself a day off sometimes that's what you need just have a few minutes of just rest re-switch um switch yourself back off for a bit and get yourself out again 
as I know it works for me, like sometimes if I'm really, really stressed, I'll do, I'll decide just, I'm just going to stay in bed and watch, watch Netflix for the day um, and stuff like that. And then, then next day, because I've had that day, I then think, oh, well, I have to get out now. I have to go and do something. And that makes me feel that for me, that works for me. It might not work for everyone else. Um, yeah. So I think it depends. Um, obviously, uh, I agree with um, what Justin and James have said. Um, I think it depends on what you recognize in yourself. If it is, um, if you're just feeling down, you know how you're having a down day, you're having an off day. If it's anxiety, if it's um, you know, a seasonal depression, that sort of thing, um, then you need to identify what it is that's going to help you. Um, I always find, personally for me, for, for anxiety, finding familiarity always helps. Watching a movie or a TV show that I've seen a million times before and I know what's going to happen and it's familiar and it's comforting, that always eases my anxiety um, and it allows me to start getting things done because I feel comfortable. Um, when it's days like... Um, you know, because it's dark and I feel tired and I'm, I'm working so much, um, just being able to um, complete a task the first thing in the morning and then make a list of the rest of the things that I need to do. So I um, taught myself how to solve a Rubik's Cube quite recently. It took me like a day or two or something to solve a Rubik's Cube. So I now keep one next to my bed. Um, I get Josh to mess it, up, mess it up for me. And then the first thing that I'll do if I if I'm like, oh, I just want to stay in bed all day, I'll solve that Rubik's Cube. And then I've done something. And I think, oh, yeah, it's nice. All the colors are pretty. Put it down. And I get up and I have a shower and I go and make something to eat. And then I make a list of jobs that I need to do. Um, and it's just that one thing. I'm, I think James mentioned it a few weeks ago. Um, you know, just getting up and making your bed, doing a task first thing will get you up and doing stuff. If it is a seasonal affective disorder, you know, you need that sunlight, you need those vitamins, because um, that will naturally make you happier and it will make you feel better. So get outside, get some fresh air. I know it's cold, but um, it's not going to last forever. No, I'd agree. And I think for myself, having a routine, is something that I've always relied on. Um, and working with children who need that structure as well has almost reflected back onto myself. So if I am feeling a bit down, the first thing I always try and do is make sure that I get up at a decent time. Allow yourself to kind of have, you know, about half an hour extra in bed if you know you haven't got anything to get up for. But make sure you kind of go into the bathroom, have a shower, brush your teeth, because having a shower and brushing your teeth makes you feel a bit more human a bit more refreshed and then like you said going outside if you've got pets like dogs that's a really good excuse but also finding someone within your friendship circle who lives relatively close that obviously you can meet up outside without breaking any rules that is going through the same situation as you that might be both you might be both on furlough you might be both teachers you might be both nhs workers or people who are working from home who have the same sort of structure and you can just sort of check in with each other even if it's just saying good morning like sending a text to each other and just explaining how you're feeling and it might be oh i'm having a lazy day today but then you can then check in with that person and if they are constantly having these lazy days then you can maybe arrange to meet up with them instead of break that cycle of having those lazy days or you could just arrange to meet or book something like at the weekend to say i let's go for a walk or let's go for a jog because then you've got something to look forward to and it breaks that cycle of feeling oh this is i've got nothing to look forward to this is dull this is repetitive um 
So those are the kinds of things that I've started doing this week. I've deliberately messaged people and said, let's go for what, let's meet up, let's do something. Because then I've got something to get up for rather than just thinking, oh, it's half term, it's holiday, I'm just going to do nothing. Because I feel that that would probably send me into a bit of a decline um, rather than just enjoying the time off. And I feel that I'd probably be worse when I go back to work. Brilliant. Okay, so the next topic is all about self-help. So what little things do we do to make ourselves feel happy? It's all about minimizing that anxiety. What little things do we do to make our boost of sort of morale and boost of energy? James, what do you do? Uh, I say I pretty much talk about it all the time at the moment. Um, but I, my running, no, my exercise sort of stuff, um, I, it gives me a big boost. I, feel, I get a bit of a high from it and I do it. So I, at the moment, I'm aiming to do an ultra marathon eventually by the end of the year. So I'm working on that. So any sort of like a little accomplishment I get on any run or, or just even just doing the run makes me feel really good. So at the moment, that, that is keeping me focused. And because I've got that focus now, it's makes, makes me feel better. And it's really, especially at the moment, with, there's nothing else you can do. So going out and getting these runs done is actually with a, with a goal is actually really helping me. Um, so... Uh, exercise basically is really helping me at the moment and keeping me from tearing my hair out or tearing what gray gray hair i've got out. you're not reaching for the just for men hair yet. not the just for men do not want to look like a bco player just yet it's just like a toothpick that you're wearing like yeah that's what it is <laughs> okay i see it the lighting's not great enough for you yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> I do things that are familiar. You know, like I mentioned before, I um I'll watch um a movie or a TV show that I find familiar, something that I've seen loads of times before, or something I know that I'm going to enjoy. Um, you know, it's a sin came out recently, and I've still not watched it because I've just been rewatching things that I find comfort. Um, I think I've watched the first episode of it, and I said. Uh, to Josh, you know, I'm not emotionally stable to watch this. I know it's going to make me cry, so I'm not going to do it. Um, but I will get there eventually. Um, I always find a walk perks me up. You know, um, I have done a lot of comfort eating recently. You know, I used to be quite um, skinny and, and quite athletic. Um, but yeah, I've put quite a bit of weight on recently. And I'm, I'm okay with that. Like, I know that I'll lose it eventually. Um, and at the minute, it's just, it's one of those phases that I'm just doing it to make myself happy. And, and to a degree, that is fine. You know, people that are um, significantly overweight, it's, it's more of an issue. But I think everyone can, you know, you deserve just a bit of chocolate and some wine, you know, just to de-stress do it i do kind of go through like this cycle of it's a, bit, a little bit like a roller coaster like sometimes i wake up and be like my god you've gotten fat and i will feel like i need to kind of go into <laughs> a proper edna mode my, proper god. Edna mode. my god you've gotten fat <laughs> <laughs> and so i do kind of feel like right okay this is it i'm gonna stop doing this stop drinking that and stop eating this and I've got into these um, like Les Mills and sort of workout videos and they do make me feel better. And I don't know whether they're actually doing that much because some of them are like 30 minutes, some of them are 45 minutes, but it makes me think that I'm doing something. And I suppose it's better than nothing. And obviously our rugby team are doing the uh, Zoom workouts, which are really good. And it means you can kind of see people doing it as well. And that kind of boosts your morale and bit of esteem as well. 
Um, but what I've noticed as well is when I'm doing those workouts that I feel better afterwards. It's kind of those endorphins that are released when I'm doing it. And it, even though at the beginning I might think, oh my God, another half an hour, I can't do this. But afterwards, I do feel so much better. And yeah, okay, I might think, wake up the next day and be like, you know what, I did a workout, I'm going to have some cake, I'm going to have some wine, I'm going to have some chocolate. But then the next day, I will do another workout. So I, I kind of get that balance. And I know I'm not going to get the body that I had before lockdown. I'm not going to get that without going back to the gym. So I'm just going to kind of maintain the way I am at the moment, not put extra weight on, but probably not lose too much at the moment either as long as I'm doing something. Justin, what are you doing? Um, so I I tend to try new things uh, to self-release stress, you know, put myself out there, do something different. So very different to what Matt does. <laughs> um, I tend to try new things and see if I find it fun. And if I do, I want to keep doing it. It's like learning a new skill or um, doing something exciting, just so you know, make, it, it, make, it makes me feel happy and positive. Uh, so I decided that I, uh, I think since January, I've been doing K-pop dance classes every Saturday. Um, okay. So we do like a choreo <laughs> for each, uh, for a new song every week. Um, so that's been really good fun. Like I've enjoyed it. I'm not the best dancer, but like I've just been there. Like, you know what? I can't throw some of these moves, but it's really good fun. I might look like an idiot, but at least when I listen to these songs, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, I know this song, I can dance it. And that's a new skill for me. So it's more like a trying something new, accomplishing something, and that helps me reduce sort of like anxiety and stress that I have. I, I, what want, about... see, I want to see this. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> Show us a few moves. I'll put it on my OnlyFans. <laughs> Only fan. Only fan, yeah. <laughs> So one of the other questions came up, which I thought was quite interesting, is that they have been told, this particular person, have been told to do lots of Zoom calls to kind of meet up with family and friends. But they said that actually it's making them feel worse. And I kind of, to a point, understand where they're coming from, to a point. Because sometimes like this, for example, I think this is really good. It's really beneficial because we're friends and we can all chat and things. But then sometimes I've been on Zoom calls where there's a lot of people and it's actually made me feel worse and I just want to get out of it. And I think for me, it's the fact that some of the people on there are living with someone. So they've got a couple who are very much into the um, community that is in that Zoom. Obviously, I'm married, but Tom wouldn't really join the Zooms that I'm in, especially like the rugby ones and the quizzes and things like that. And I think sometimes people can be left a little bit lonely. And if everybody's talking over each other as well, it does kind of get a little bit frustrating. So I want to know how you guys feel about Zoom calls. Justin? Um so it very much depends on who the zoom calls with <laughs> like with you guys i'm absolutely fine it's just four of us we all talk about random stuff i was about to swear again mm-hmm. um and, <laughs> and you know it's just it's just good to have a laugh with your friends but then again sometimes i am on these zoom calls and i know a few people or i'm friends with a few people and they're like oh we've got the zoom drinks thing going on like just come join us it'll be fun and when you go on you're just like who the are these people like i don't know what the they're talking about um, <laughs> doing your own <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, <laughs> 
I'll just be there, like, <laughs> sipping my out, like, sipping my drink. I'll be there, like, mm, yeah, sure, yeah, okay, cool. Mm. And I was thinking, in the back of my head, I'm like, I could just log off and no one would know, and I can just sneak into bed and pay PS4, and that would be better use of my time. Um, I think the, the thing that makes me feel like that is because I'm, I've been invited, so I feel like there's a, I need to be there because they've extended an invitation. But then I also feel like I'm forced to stay when no one really made the effort to actually talk to me. Or not made the effort to talk to me, but it's more like the fact that they, they don't really know me that well. So I'm just like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's a bit uh, death by video chat sometimes. Because um, I say, as you'll know as well from teaching, you spend a lot of time on video chats talking to people. Like every meeting I have now with work is all done through Teams um, or Zoom. And it's literally like you just, yeah, your eyes just go funny after a while of just being on Zoom, Zoom, Zoom all day. So then to come home and then socialise through Zoom as well is quite a lot um, sometimes. <laughs> I, I, again, I enjoy it when I'm with you guys and stuff like that, but uh, there are times when, when I, I can't, like, there's only so many quizzes you can do before you start going mental <laughs> um, and I start realising you know complete random trivia about stuff that before lockdown you never knew <laughs> Matt about whether the I moon the, whether the width of Australia is the same size as the moon or whatever that was I can't remember <laughs> I'm like just start thinking I'm sure something useful has just popped out of my head now <laughs> but hey I feel this well that <laughs> <laughs> There with all these quizzes we're doing, a lot of people, I reckon, would go on to these shows like Who Wants to Be a Millionaire and do incredibly well because they suddenly know all the answers. I love a Zoom quiz. I mean, I don't use Zoom in work, obviously. <laughs> I'm face-to-face with people, so I get a lot of socialising done when I'm in work because I interact with a lot of people. Um, and to me, that's quite emotionally draining, um, especially to the extent that I, you know, that I work at the moment. Um Normally, I only work three days, and that's enough for me. Like, I'm in bed by eight o'clock. So, um, but no, uh, I, I love Zoom quiz. I do enjoy our Zoom calls. I know uh, at the, the start of the first um, lockdown, when the pandemic started, we used House Party quite a lot. Um, and we would do that almost every week, multiple times a week, and stuff. And that kind of faded away because um, it became a way for Justin to check on the boys that he were dating and see, like, is he having a house? <laughs> party day like um <laughs> online sorry just to expose you <laughs> um, can, I, can i can i just like <laughs> sorry for exposing you justin um but yeah like we um we used to do house parties a lot and then it sort of drifted away the novelty wore off a lot of people still have to use zoom for work like you guys um and for me who doesn't use it quite a lot I still enjoy the novelty um every once in a while so who whomever asked this question I would probably say to them if you use it every day then I wouldn't carry on doing it because clearly you're going to get burnt out from using that but if you have a different job that doesn't require using zoom then it is a good way to keep into contact with your friends and your family and whatnot like I don't zoom with my family I'll just ring them um face to face I see my friends so um yeah and I'm looking forward to our like zoom this weekend
So, speaking of things to look forward to, obviously tomorrow, well, the Tuesday of this week, that when this recording comes out, is Pancake Day. And so I thought a little bit of fun to kind of cut in between all this seriousness. I've given everybody a challenge to give the other person what they would give that person as a topping. So if one of us were a particular pancake topping, what would we be and why? And I've already assigned all the players. So let's start off with Matt. Who have you got, Matt? Uh, I have you. Um, so <laughs> let's see how I can go through this without being too offensive. Um, <laughs> so at first I was going to say uh, you make you can make pancakes with Crisco. So, you know, it's already in there. Um, and then I would probably say some like blueberries or something healthy, like quite fruity because you're fruity you know um i thought that was james's word (laughs) (laughs) um and then and then there'd have to be some sort of like sticky syrup on the you know something sweet (laughs) there you go sweet and sour cool sweet and fruity sweet and fruity nice (laughs) great don't know where this Crisco has come from, but okay. <laughs> I just looked up how you do make really fluffy pancakes. Um, and apparently you use Crisco for really fluffy pancakes. So, you know, if you've, got wow. any, uh, if you've got any spur lying around, James, you could use pancakes <laughs> this week. <laughs> I, what is Crisco? I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's shortening. It's, it's shortening. It's vegetable shortening. Okay. Yeah. You cook, you cook with it. I'm glad you went with the whole. Okay. Yeah, it makes your pancakes fluffy. It does. <laughs> All right, hey, it does. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, Justin, who did you have? I have Matt. So for Matt, I I don't know why, and I honestly don't know why. But as soon as I thought of Matt, I thought of white chocolate sauce. I love white chocolate sauce. <laughs> I think that's probably why, but I just saw, I just imagined, like, I was like, what would Matt be as a pancake? And I just have these, like, American, like, steak-layered pancakes with, like, sliced strawberries and white chocolate sauce, like, smothered and layers on top layers, and then it's, like, drizzled down, and it's, like, strawberries on top. So that's how I imagine Matt. I don't know why white chocolate sauce, but I think mainly <laughs> because he's really pale and blonde. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you went with pale and blonde. <laughs> no, but that, that does quite accurately describe me to her because that is what I get. Yeah, and you're, you know, it's very sweet and you're very sweet. So, you know, pale, blonde and sweet, just like that. Oh, shucks. Get a room. Okay. <laughs> James, who did you have? I, Justin. No. <laughs> Justin, I thought, I thought, because he's very, very sweet, I thought I'll throw in some strawberries into there, because it's very sweet. But then for the other side of Justin's personality, I went Nutella, because he's absolutely, just purely because he's just nuts. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely nuts. And so it sort of like, it sums him up, sweet, but nuts. And I, I thought that's a nice little combination of Justin, really. So... Nutella and strawberries. And finally, I was left with having James. So for my nice. topic, <laughs> for, for the <laughs> topping that kind of brings James to mind, it hit me when uh, I opened the fridge this morning and James and I are on a particular uh, protein company diet, uh, that they were pancakes for breakfast. 
that we get every so often. And the ones that I picked out were plain pancakes. So. (laughs) 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 So I thought, hmm, shall I go down the basic route? Which is just a plain, but, but then I thought, no, that's too cruel. It's too cruel. So I think, thinking of James, it would have to be protein pancakes. Uh, because James is very into his fitness at the moment and has lost a lot of weight and is doing really well with it. But I think because he is very sweet, he's a nice guy, he's a nice guy. I would have to put put a lot of banana on there, a lot of strawberries and blueberries to keep his energy up. So I think protein pancakes, not too much syrup because that's too much high sugar, but a lot of fruit on there to keep him sweet and happy. We know James likes his bananas, so... Yeah, that sounds like James. I think this is <laughs> personally. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in the one in the practice recording that you were in your bed when we were recording this, so basic isn't too far away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just didn't want to get our expectations too high from all the other podcasts. True. Now, speaking of being fit and healthy, the last thing on the mental health week is to do with fitness and diet. So what are we trying to do this week to keep ourselves fit and healthy? Let's go back to James. Let's make him up. Um, So I'm, as I said, I'm still doing my running a lot. (laughs) So I'm doing, um, trying to do, um, I think by May, I want to be able to try and do 60K in one run. Um, so wow. I'm, working on that, I'm working on that at the moment so I'm following a plan to do that at the moment along with just general fitness stuff and then I'm doing this um, <clears throat> this calorie uh, specific meal prep sort of plan at the moment as well um, I'm not usually one for diets um, so, so I don't because I don't think I think basically I'm not I don't endorse diets very much but I'd say I'm quite enjoying this one it's um it's just helping me keep track because I'm rubbish at keeping track of my calories. And like, I can go from like absolutely nothing one day to absolutely eating a like, ridiculous amount the next day. And portion control is rubbish for me usually. So I've been following this one plan and it's actually working really well for me. Um, and I've been feeling better, feeling a lot better, feel a lot more energized and stuff because of it. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy with the one I'm doing, but obviously at the same time, I would never endorse that everyone has to go on diets and things like that or especially not fad diets um i will hold my hand up and say that i have done no workouts and no fitness for a long time um i have quite a physically active job anyway um but i will hold my hands up and say um i'm just not interested in doing them um and i've come to accept that if that means i put weight on i put weight on because i don't I can't feasibly get myself motivated to do a workout at home um for me if I were to make a space to do xyz if I were to order some weights or some resistant bands or something like that I would just be throwing money away because I wouldn't use them and I know myself that I wouldn't do it um diet wise I uh, we've recently done the mindful chef like where you order um however many meals and they send you the ingredients and a recipe book and you make it and uh, it's supposed to be really good healthy food and it is healthy and it's good for portion size um but i haven't really been impressed um i don't know if you guys have done any of these sort of you know hello fresh or gusto or whatever i've not been overly impressed with mindful chef for the price um the actual quality of the food i know that i can make 
tastier food um, by myself on, on a different recipe or even some of the recipes that they give me I know I could make it tastier by doing X, Y, Z things differently and substituting this for this. And it's even healthier if I use something different. So, um, yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that much longer. I might try one of the other ones because a lot of people in my building get HelloFresh and things like that. So some people like it, you know, if anyone's watching and they want to give it a go, um, it's convenient. It's really, really convenient. Um, but I wasn't impressed with the quality. I think with a lot of those things, because I've tried... Uh, lots of those brands as well is the keyword is convenience it you you don't have to worry about going to the shop you don't have to worry about what meals coming next it's already there for you i do agree sometimes i think they do become a little bit tedious and a bit repetitive so you do have to be kind of on the ball in terms of clicking onto the website and checking which meals are coming next and making sure you're choosing a bit of a mixture um i fall in the habit of just having the same things again and again and i kind of feel like oh actually i'm getting a bit bored of that but it's my own fault because I should be logging on and changing it and mixing it up a little bit more. Um, but I totally agree that if I think people can and could go to the shops and maybe even get it cheaper, but it's then having to plan and get it and then bring it back and cook it. And I think for some people, especially like yourself, who have got a very demanding job anyway, I think that convenience is probably the key. And Jay, you might be paying a little bit more, but it does eliminate that time that you've got to think, oh, I've got to go to the shops, or oh, I've run out of time, or oh, it's too late, they've closed, or oh, I've got to, you know, queue up outside because there's too many people in at the same time and things like that. So, yeah, I think it's got pros and cons to all of them. So, uh, especially if you're a bit of a culinary dunce like I am, it's quite handy because it's literally <laughs> step by step. This is what you do. Cut the potato like this. Do this. <laughs> 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 step by step. And that, like, that's how you make a salad. Uh, um, so yeah so it's quite um, yeah I think the good the convenient because for me because I can't cook so there we go is this why you never do anything for the Sunday roast I mean you did that dessert that time and then he just forgot the sun on the oven we and forgot to put the oven on so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. it was a pork pie so it was a ready made pork pie <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes as well with these like Gusto and HelloFresh is that they use ingredients that I've never heard of or they'll have different names. I mean, this is going to kind of show me up a little bit, but I was cooking one of them and it was like, now collect your shallots. And I was like, the hell is a shallot? And I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me? I, at the time, I didn't know what it was. I've heard the name, but I didn't know what it looked like. I'd never seen one before. I never cooked one before. I, I Turns out like... it's just an onion. Yeah, well, you should have it. You should have a garlic crusher. Garlic um, is like in most meals. It's <laughs> sorry, <laughs> just garlic. smash it with the back of a knife. Just go. yeah, yeah. I've been doing that, it's but it's just, I just, I just feel like now, now I want to do it properly. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, want, I want to feel like I'm doing it cooking properly. <laughs> Oh, no, I, things. I get what I get what you mean um Christian though because we had a couple of recipes last week that had like fennel in it and buckwheat and uh keps or seps or however you pronounce it which is mushrooms seps is mushrooms you just say that it's a mushroom because it's a mushroom like why call it something <laughs> different makes no sense um but I get I, yeah I agree with you that there are some fancy things I'm like I don't need fancy <laughs> Thank you.
Listen, guys, we have come to the end of our today's show. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to James. Thank you, Justin and Matt, for sharing all your ideas and your thoughts about mental health this week. So if you do want to get involved, make sure you check us out on Instagram at Podcast, or you can email us at info at bookmylifepodcast.com. Otherwise, you can always follow Justin, Matt and James and message in about if you've got anything, because I'm sure they'll be willing to help and give you some advice. So until next time, thanks, guys, and I'll see you soon.